Welcome from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 290, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, so I just want you to know, I'm like pretty committed to this podcast. Uh, One, 290 is no joke. Nothing to laugh about. Super excited about that. But then the other part is, it's 100 degrees. It's 100 degrees out here on my front porch. Um, And I want you to know, you the listener, that I care so much about you that I'm going to sweat through the summer and just present these (laughs) devotionals that I'm working on. Uh, The mornings aren't so bad, but I really struggle about doing podcasts in the morning. I try, but it's kind of my time to just kind of check out and to deal with, you know, just deal with myself, kind of work. God and I are just kind of working out some stuff, um, digging in, doing uh, some reading. And then, you know, I take the dog for a walk and that's part of that, that whole routine. But yeah, but out here at night, it just, that's the thing about Arizona that nobody realizes. Like most places, yeah, it gets hot and it's humid, but at night you guys get a little breather. In Arizona, no breather here. No, 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 no. It's 104 during the day or 105 during the day and 100 degrees at, let's see, 844 at night. So we don't get much of a break. Uh, I I hope you had a great fourth. In fact, I was going to record a podcast last night. It came outside like 9 o'clock, not thinking, oh, wait, it's the 4th of July. There's going to be fireworks going off. So I was all ready to get going, and then bang, 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 everything's going up. I thought, well, I don't know if that's going to be. I mean, it would have been very festive, but if you uh, if you weren't paying attention, you would have thought maybe you're getting shot at. So I thought I would respect that for each and every one of you who are listening. So, yeah, but I, I hope you had a good a good fourth. Maybe uh, some of you had a long weekend. I hope you had a great weekend, a long, safe weekend with your family. Um, and then I want to say this on, on, the, on the other side. Um, kind of uh, grieving a bit um, about what's happening in our country. I mean, um, and here's what I mean. These shooting, like in Highland Park and just around, you know, you know, the last few months have just been like, it's crazy. It's just breaking my heart. I just think about lives and, you know, they're just going about their day, excited about, you know, a parade or, or, or a you know, the festivities for the weekend. And then all of a sudden just tragedy and, you know, it kind of breaks my heart, you know, and I, and I think so much of what we're learning right now is one, the fragility of life. Um, and people are really trying to figure that out. I mean, especially in the midst of all the ominous things that many of you are hearing about, or maybe under the pressure, you maybe you're hearing about recession and you're, maybe you're, you know, hearing about all these different things politically, wherever you land can be feel chaotic and, you know, COVID stuff. It seems like some of that kind of is hitting again. And so, you know, I hear lots of people worrying and figuring out, you know, and a part of, you know, a part of my job um, is just kind of coming in the middle of this thing and going like, look, I'm so sorry. This is heavy. It's hard. It's not easy. I'm sure for so many people, there are questions um, and I want you to know you're not alone in this. Um, sometimes it can feel like you're all alone in your grief. You're all alone in your pain. You're all alone in your confusion and frustration. You're not. And I know some of you specifically, just I know a good friend who listens to this podcast on the regular who's really suffering. And so she knows who I'm talking about. And I think about her often. We pray for her. I mean, there's just a lot of heavy stuff going on. And, and so I think a part of what 
hopefully what we do here on the front porch is how 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 do we deal with that like where where do we land on all that and so a lot of these passages are just things as i'm reading i'm like man this is so helpful this is so good to kind of navigate the muddy waters of so many people's lives but then the culture and then everything that's happening it's like man where do we go and i want you to know like I don't just say this. It sounds trite. I, at times I understand, but I really, really do go to the Lord and I go to his word and I look for something firm to stand on. And so in this time, I'm looking like, man, here is an authoritative uh, book that, that the, the spirit of God inspired 2000 years ago, right? Jesus came to us. These scriptures are much older than that. And it was given to us as a gift to say, hey, listen, there have been a lot of hard times in the past. There are a lot of hard times now, and there'll be a lot of hard times in the future. But don't fret. You know, again, a reminder to us, he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And scripture is constantly reminding us of that. So I hope that's helpful for you today, whatever uh, way you find yourself today. Um, so uh, thanks for all of you who continue to listen. I really do appreciate it. And those of you who give on Patreon, uh, you have no idea um, how much it means to me that many of you support this podcast. So thank you so much. Okay. Uh, our passage for today is Psalm 62, 1 through 2. And I thought this is an appropriate passage, but it says this, For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. Um, I, uh, I, I love this passage uh, a lot. And, and it reminded me when I was in construction, I worked for this guy's name's Brent. And uh, we were doing this project. He had bought this house. And what he wanted to do was he wanted to add a basement in the house. Okay, so I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? There's a house here. You're going to move the house? He goes, no, no, no. We're actually going to dig down. And so what we did is he actually, we actually created a way for a, a, a digger to go under the house and he started digging a trench. And I'm like, the house is going to fall. No, no, no. What he did is he created these footings every about 12 inches around the whole perimeter of the house. So one day uh, on one of the sections, and I think the sections were probably four to six feet long. And um, and then what would happen is we once we got those footings and then we would fill in with the rest of the concrete. So um, and so they're pouring in this concrete and, uh, you know, the way we would form it up is, you know, you have to support it because that concrete gets heavy and it absolutely I mean, it blew out. This concrete blew out everywhere. And you're talking about tons and tons of yards of, of concrete and tons and tons of cement blown out all over the basement huge ordeal and uh, I kept thinking like I think that must be what it feels like for a lot of people like the foundations of their house are just completely blown out you know and it's like what do we do you know and again like I was talking about earlier like so many people are like what is happening what is going on right now and I I love that that David here's the thing about David that is so helpful for me this is a man who knows pain. This is a man who knows trial. 
This is a man who knows high. This is a man who knows low. And I think the reason why, this is a man who knows how to, he sinned. He knows what it is to repent. He knows what it is, it is to receive grace from God. He knows the, the punishment of, of what it is to sin and the consequences around that. So I think it's he, David's a man after God's own heart because it's almost like he's like the everyman in some ways, you know? And he's drawing out something in each and every one of us. He's He can almost like... You know, we know that he, in in Hebrews, you know, Jesus. It says that we can he can sympathize that Jesus can sympathize with our humanity. It's like I've been there, and I think a lot of times as I read through the Psalms, I can kind of hear the echo of David as well, going, "Hey, hey, hey, I, I get it. Like, like I've I've been there. I I know how hard that is. I know how difficult that is. I know how frustrating it is. I have the same kind of questions." And in this passage, he's going like, "Look." I have I have like lived through the breath of life and here's what I want you to know God God alone right for my for God alone my soul waits in silence he's like I just need to sit still I need to sit still in silence and go no no it's just him I just need him I don't need women I don't need Bathsheba right because this was something that was filling him up I don't need victory you know, all this, although I don't need all this, this huge, all this building, all this kingdom. I don't, I just need God. I just need God. Why? Well, because he's my salvation from him. That's where my salvation comes. He, he's it. He's the one who saves me. He's what it's all about. And he alone is my rock and he alone is my salvation. He is my fortress and I shall not be greatly shaken. You can hear the confidence in his voice. You can hear of a man who has been through so much, the highs and the lows of life, him coming and writing a song going, it's just you. And I know for so many of you listening that you have put your trust and you have banked it in other things, right? I think for a lot of you, banking it in the economy, (laughs) And it's kind of like scripture go, that's foolish. You're banking it on a, somebody who's in office or somebody who's not in office. The scripture would say that's foolish. You're banking it on your 401k. It's foolish. Banking it on anyone other than God is foolish. And, and it's almost like you can, he, you can hear David's heart, can't you? You can hear it. You're, he's, he's like, a, he's like a guy who's just been worn down by life in many ways, but he's found it. He's found his firm foundation. He's found his security. He's found his hope. He's found his peace. He's found his salvation. And he's like, listen, y'all, I got something to tell you. You have to hear it. It's God. It's God. And you got to sit in silence. But you know, a lot of times when I talk about sitting in silence, what I'm talking about is you got to deal with the crazy in your head. All those insecurities, all those fears, when you sit in quiet, that's why quietness is so dangerous. Dangerous because you have to deal with yourself there. You have to deal with all the chaos that's bouncing around your head. I would imagine for some of you, you're not sleeping really well right now. And your mind is just playing narrative after narrative, uh, sequence after sequence, situation after situation, and you're worried and you're frustrated and you're overwhelmed. You're trying to control something. David's like, stop it. Stop it. Sit in silence confess that to the Lord and confess that he's your salvation, that he's your fortress, um, that he's got you, right? He's your rock. 
And when we come to that place, when we finally come to that place, we go, oh my gosh, I find security. I find a peace that passes all understanding. And what happens in this moment is I feel like, wait a second, I actually feel like I'm on firm foundation and I'm not going to be shaken. And I think for so many believers, the discouragement for me is I watch so many believers just freaking out. And I get it. It's scary. There's a lot going on. And it's really difficult at times. But people just freaking out. And it just goes like, where's your, where are your feet planted? Where's your soul planted? Where's your heart planted? And most often, if you're anxious, overwhelmed, consumed with that, it's not in God. So he's like, David's like coming back to us and going like, just sit in silence, reflect on him. Reflect on his goodness. Reflect on his love. You know, this, mor- this morning I woke up just kind of, you know, frazzled. You know, I run this nonprofit called Phoenix One, and I love it. I love the work that we get to do. You know, just feeling a bit overwhelmed at like, man, I feel like I want to do so much more. You know, and I'm, I'm a three on the Enneagram, so I want to get stuff done. And I just felt like the Lord was like, stop. Stop. It's in my timing and in my way, and I'll show you the way. And I had to really confess that out loud. Lord, you're right. Wow. I've got my priorities out of whack. And as a result of that, I'm just feeling like, okay, I got to move forward. I got to do more. I got to accomplish more. And it's like, no, no, no. I got you right where I want you. Just trust in me, abide in me. And I'm going to lead the way. I'm going to show you where to go. You know, and I just go, wow, the whole of scripture is continuing to God. It's like, if we look to Jesus, as he is lamenting and being crushed on the cross, He's also secure in the fact that God has not has not abandoned him to some random thing. He knows that God is with him even in the midst of that very, very painful moment where he takes on the sins of the world. He says, Eli, Eli, lama shabachthani, God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that was real and it was freshening, but God had not abandoned him. God was reestablishing him in resurrected life and he wants to do the same for you and I we have to trust the Lord and we're going to doubt we're going to struggle we're going to lament but continue to fix your eyes on Jesus the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith he's the one who showed us what it looked like to love and to live for God to not be shaken when he was persecuted and so I would invite you into that into this time of life because what what i find so often is a silent soul one that just sits in silence a silent soul in christ will find a firm foundation we can slow the chaos of our minds down and reflect upon the lord reflect upon him that we will find a firm foundation that's right i'm not alone i'm not forsaken and i can move forward in what he has called me to be and called me to do so the question is this Are you afraid or are you secure in Christ, your rock, your salvation? Father God, we need you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who perfectly displayed what it was to depend upon you. Even as he screamed out loud, he knew that you would be faithful. He knew. And so we we continue to lean into his example and, and his way guide us and lead us all we need your help so 
take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your heart. Until next time.